Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Greetings, you are now in tune with the Talking Reggae podcast. As always, I am Jay of Street Level Uprising, and for what's sure to be one of the best episodes of Talking Reggae ever, I have an extremely special guest with me on this episode of Talking Reggae. Please welcome Michelle Richards. Michelle is a manager extraordinaire of Street Level Uprising and also tour manager for Soul Tribe, and she's here to tell us about this great tour that's coming up this week michelle how are you i am great how are you i'm doing very well it's i've been after you to get on my podcast for so long you've helped me find so many uh so many artists to have you know half the artists i've had on the show come through you through your your recommendations so uh, i'm glad to finally have you on here and you brought reggae mom along this is is my mom brenda hi guys and also check my shirt very nice (laughs) Nice. <laughs> and also sporting the underground roots hat which is oh, yeah 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 hi scott hi scott look at that look at that just everyone's repping underground roots these days all right so i'm very excited for one you were already supposed to be here in september yes and that was a very sad sad situation but mm. To be fair, the universe has a way of making you be exactly where you need to be. And I'm internally grateful that you didn't get to go on that tour. Yeah, I, I am too, because of, you know, it, what started out as, as being sick turned into Hurricane Ian. And oh, so, oh. you know, in, in, in hindsight, <laughs> yeah, in hindsight, I would have been in the Seattle airport ready to come home as the hurricane was hitting and it would have been a nightmare for me having my family back here. So it was one of those blessings in disguise that I got sick and missed the tour, you know? So it's just, yeah. yeah, That's what I mean. No, see the universe does love us, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) But everyone is so excited to finally see you in the Pacific Northwest. Soul tribe still did their thing and they killed it. Yeah, yeah. And we all wanted this to be like this family unity, like, you know, East meets West type thing with all of you. And you actually get to come. Yay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this, this tour is great. It's with Soul Tribe again. So Soul Tribe and, you know, and I'll be out there as well. Um, what's, uh, let's just go down it. Let's, let's just run it down. So the tour starts Tuesday. Um, yes. in Vancouver, Washington at Cascade. Now I, yes. um, I, I will be putting in kind of a late appearance cause my flight gets in <laughs> late. So the show itself will be soul tribe and Coloso. Uh, tell me, you know, let, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into this show. Okay. So the, the show is going to be from seven to 10. Um, Soul Tribe's going to open it. Coloso's going to close it. And the thing I do love about working with you and Soul Tribe is you want 
the regional acts to close the night because you're, you're, you guys are trying to get your, your foot about you. Yeah. Get your own name, your own people out there. Right. Right. But Loso is one of my favorite bands on the planet. And here's why Kevin is one of the hardest working musicians, much as yourself and yeah. Anthony, all yeah. them. That man has built his band from the ground up and I got to see everything. And um, I, I think it was last week. <laughs> was it last week? Yeah, last week. He got to finally open up for like Clinton Farron. Clinton Farron. Like legendary. You can't. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm biased. He's, <laughs> and I, I'm just in love with him anyway. But yeah. His whole entire band killed that show. They killed it. And they've been working really hard. Yeah. So having Coloso play with Soul Tribe again, for one, they all just meshed. Yeah. And if you did not see Kevin's post, he's like, I just want to meet Jay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and of course, uh, Kevin Coloso, friend of the show, Kevin Coloso, because he's been on yeah. the podcast no, before. We all want to meet Jay. We didn't think you existed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So, the listen, Jay. I, 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 I don't really exist. That's the thing. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, a pretty face that you put on a podcast. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> But, no, but you know, Kevin's really stoked. Yeah, and I want to I want to talk about something you said there because this is something that I say to bands all the time, and they look at me like I'm crazy. Okay. When you are touring out of market, someplace where no one knows you, your first, second, maybe even third time through the town, I see every band comes through a town and they want to be the headliner, and they grab a local opener, and the local opener brings in people, and then everybody goes home. And yeah. And the head, the touring, because no one knows the touring. And the, so the touring headliner is left there and everybody's yeah. gone. I've been telling bands for a decade now, there's nothing wrong with being the opener in a new market. Go, no. go be, you're going to play for more people. Forget your ego, drop the ego that says I'm the touring band. I have to be the opener. And that's what I love about Anthony of soul tribe is he gets that. He's like the, one yes. of the only other people in this business besides me who gets that. If no one knows who you are, Actually, you shouldn't be the headliner. So Coloso is the same way. True. Mind you. True. May I please say something beautiful about that entire band and yeah. Kevin himself. So Kevin feels the same way that you and Anthony do. Mm -hmm. What they want to do is they want to bring all the love, money, whatever happens to these touring bands who are struggling so hard. Yeah. to get into a new market. But when you're in their market, including you, mm -hmm. they're, they're going to do the same for you. Right. We get started. Hello. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, and, and not a lot of people, most bands don't do this. And please, anyone watching, guess what? It's a two-way street, bro. Mm. I'll promote for you. You'll promote for me. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it should be. This should, the, it, it's a tribe. It's a community. So the fact that all of us are working together, like with Dove Lounge and Lion the Judah Band yeah. and everyone else that we're working with, that's how everyone feels. And that's the way it should be. That's cool. yeah. How do you tour if you don't have money? Yeah. How do you tour if you don't have anywhere to stay? That's where my mom's coming in. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we got food, we got shelter, we got fans, and you can't get that if you don't have that community right. all the way around. Right. You, sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so, so thank you for pointing that out. Oh yeah, yeah, no worries. And so so Tuesday night I'll, I'll you know, I'll get there when I get there. Hopefully the plane's on time so I at least get to get to catch uh the, the last uh last hour or so of the set but i will be in the building so you know anyone who's at the vancouver show at least you know i'll, I'll get to meet everyone you get um, to say hi. we get to say <laughs> hi and that's the most important thing like that's that's the reason i do this is to meet people like that's that's the coolest thing you can be a music in your bedroom but you know for me to get out there and meet people face to face that's why i do this because music has brought me the greatest people in my life if i didn't play music i never would have met you you know, I and, and, and I can I can say that about hundreds of people that I've met. If it wasn't for music, we never would have met. That's that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, so so Wednesday. Let's move on to Wednesday. So Wednesday, Wednesday is a big one us, for me. Yeah, so we, right. So this is Wednesday, March fifteenth. Tell us all about it. Okay, so it's only street level and soul tribe and the reason why this resonates to my heart you but all of you have agreed to do a hometown show for me and my mom and my and my stepdad and my brother i grew up out here and my mom's been through some trials and tribulations and our community knows everything that we've been through. Oh, they know we're cool as hell. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. 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 There yeah. you go. Yeah. If you've ever been to Safeway, you knew my mom. <laughs> Most people are not anymore, but lots of us really are one big family, the whole community. Mm -hmm. We used to have a freaking noon whistle and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We used to, you know, when the mill, before the mill shut down, Everybody, hey, the mills, it's Friday. They're getting paid. The bars had to get, you know, primed and all that crap. And it's a small town. Oh, and, and then and then we we have these drills once a, once a week. Oh, my. No, we had, yeah. When we very first moved here, like, there was this big alarm. And we're like, oh, my God. We have to learn what's happening. <laughs> In case there's a nuclear meltdown or something stupid like that. I mean. Mm -hmm. It's really not a worry, but sometimes it's so. So yeah, like it's a it paper was a mill. paper mill. Of course, yeah. it's stone. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the one thing I do want to say about you and Soul Tribe, I appreciate how much you understand how much I love my community. I want to say welcome we to St. Helens. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> coming. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we get to pay tribute to the one woman that literally shaped my life, my sister's life, my niece. Um, she helped start and create our um alternative school system. Hmm here in columbia county i actually was able to make up two and a half years of high school from fucking off doing you know stupid things that you do, and that you six, do. 
that I did. (laughs) (laughs) We can get into the stupid things I did in high school in a future podcast. (laughs) We didn't have high school when I was growing up. See what I told you? I warned you. Anyway, she literally has shaped thousands, thousands of young people. Mm. And she she may have been the administrator, but she went above and beyond for every single student that she had. Mm. She put this school on the map. Like they have a waiting list of like 30, 40 kids from like all over the region that want to come and be part of our alternative school program. That's cool. So that's huge. Yeah. She, oh my gosh. So I went through a lot growing up. I had a lot of losses. I, they all happen. Yeah. 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 I mean, but she was there for me. Like she was like a mentor. She was like a counselor. Right. Um, she helped set up like tutoring things for me in the in, in like the the few subjects I struggled in. Not to like toot my own horn, but I'm actually relatively smart. There's very few things that I struggled with, but she helped me with that. Um, when we lost my sister, um, and we took on my niece after she, I, I'm sorry, mom. It's okay. Um, after she passed away. I took her into the office um, when I moved back to Portland and, you know, we'll see Helen's, but when we decided to try to help take care of her, my nephew went with his dad, but she came with us. Um, She understood and knew my sister and the way that she came about everything that was going on with our family and all the losses and everything that we endured, she offered um, uh, some GED programs so that Michaela didn't have to go all the way through high school because it, it was too hard. Mm. Offered um, like job programs, things like that. You have to understand, she did all this for thousands of kids, not just us. And this started in 1997 and I was 99. So I started this in 98. So it was like a year after. I'm just telling you, this woman is magical. <laughs> I'm your daughter. How old are you? <laughs> I haven't got a long time. Either way, I'm just and if you would like, once you get to be here and be part of that show, yeah. you get to see how she shaped so many people. She's amazing. And I love her. And I don't think that my life would be the same without her. And she told me to pursue my music stuff, which is what I'm doing with you. There you okay. go. So, <laughs> so she's, she's even benefited me and I've never even met her. See, see, see how that is. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> She got Michelle the house several hours a day, so that benefited me. (laughs) 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 This is 
You said it's going to be your favorite podcast. So here we go. Well, you know, it's it's like it's like if my mom was sitting next to me, like all she does is bust my chops. So it's like, <laughs> you know, like even even last. So I'm talking to my mom last night, and she's like, she's like, I saw your most recent podcast. She said, you look, you know, tired or old or something. She said. She said, how is it you're getting older? She said, I'm not getting any older. How are you getting right? older? <laughs> Thank you, challenge for our kids. I've noticed this. I think it's a pattern. Okay, you got to get you your... look great. And our kids are looking like shit these days. So, Jay, we got to get your mom on uh, Scott's Mother's Day Underground Roots yeah. tribute to the moms. Well, all right. Yeah. So it would work. it would work if she was here. Um, no. I think I think so. She's oh, not because she's still six months away from being here in Florida. So you know, but we're zooming. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't. I don't. Oh, I, I, I can ask her. You know what? If she watches this episode, then she can call me and tell me if she wants to. If she wants she to might, do that. Well, she yeah. might just have something to say to me. Who knows? <laughs> something to say to this one. Oh geez. Okay. Yeah. So let's go so back let's, to Thursday. Yeah. Let's let's move on. <laughs> So March 16th, we're in Shoreline, Washington at Aurora Borealis with another friend of the podcast, Lion of, uh, the Lion of Judah Band. So tell us about this show. Okay. I'm stoked about this. For one, this is one of my favorite venues. I've already done a show with Afro Man there. Um, That's that guy that was high all the time. That's the guy that was high all the time. Yes. <laughs> um. But the, the, the venue's awesome. So um, it's a, it's an old casino that they turned into a venue. So there's like this top portion that's all restaurant, all ages. It's awesome. Then on the bottom mm-hmm. level, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's like the stage is like a nice... Okay, so Marshall Law Band is the last band that we had there. And that's like a nine-piece band. They fit very nicely on that stage. Um, we're bringing in on the whole tour. Actually, we're bringing in nocturnal bright skies. They're doing like the lights and sounds and lasers and things like that. Uh, this particular show is with my business partner Patrick Global Productions. We're putting on the show, but this venue is amazing. We like we have a VIP area that we can use for, oh, for me. Rooms. Yeah, for you. Yeah. It's your own room. That's right. <laughs> oh, you should be IP, not VOP. Not very old. Very important. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, man. Oh, man. It happens. <laughs> Although the load in, a little harder. But are there stairs? No, it's like it's this tight little, like, so there's um like the um like a wheelchair access okay on the bottom level which is cool but that's what the bands have to use and it's kind of narrow right so like you can't pull up and like go through like the way you want to you can but you have to like go all the way back to the stage that's the only mm. thing yeah, no big deal but either way there, yeah. there's so much room and the the regulars there and the staff there oh my goodness like i feel like i'm at home every single show i've done there 
I'm like, what's up? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm talking to the mom. So, so my band needs to eat. Can I, can I order some food? <laughs> like, it's like that. It's awesome. It's, fu- it's, yeah. <laughs> it's funny you're saying that because I, I just had, um, uh, Tazaya and Siobhan from Lion of Judah band on here and we were talking about Aurora and they said the same thing. They said, great venue, wonderful people. And we were talking about mm-hmm. how, how much of a difference that makes for artists and concert goers alike when there's good people behind the venue. Yeah, everybody's happy. It, yeah. It's true. The bartenders are nice. The door people, security, like everything. Like when you come in, it's like you went to your homie's house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like and everyone just treats you like that. Yeah. And when you go upstairs to the restaurant, like so, some people they're they're trying to do more all ages shows. Ours is not that, mm-hmm. but when we do. The restaurant people and the and the bar, it, it just everyone's a family. Yeah, everyone's that's, a family. that's that's really cool. Really and parents cool. can also like be up in the restaurant, and, like sneak downstairs and watch the bands for a minute, and the kids yeah. are good with like mom or dad or whatever. Like I nice. love that. Yeah, nice. I love that. And and it's right off, like so it's barely north of Seattle. So our Seattle friends and family, it's that close. And then we have a lot of Northern people like Arlington and blah, blah, blah. It's not that far. Mm -hmm. It's a very centralized location, which I love. Because then we hop all the way to Tacoma, which for us Pacific Northwestern people, an hour or 45 minutes is a long time. Mm -hmm. To go south, yes, it is. Okay. If it's Friday, especially, <laughs> I'm not going any further than I have to. <laughs> no. and, and that's a and that's a that's a Friday St. Patrick's Day, Friday night St. Patrick's oh, Day yeah. blowout. There's right? no Friday going on there, right? Uh-uh. <laughs> right. Crap! It's like Uber me, right? <laughs> I mean, don't Uber. Why? I mean, you can Uber. I mean, but just get there. Yeah, that's our that's our huge show with Dub Lounge. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just don't 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 drive drunk. You can take it. You know, just nope. you know, don't drive drunk, but get there. Uh, and and it's Airport Tavern in Tacoma. Uh, yeah, with Dub Lounge International, another you know, uh, some folks that I just met just had on my podcast. Another just more more great people. Um, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that show. Okay, so I'm very stoked on that show because okay. right. you, you can do whatever you want. Thank you, Devin. Bye, Jenna. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Isn't she great? <laughs> Told you it was going to be funny. Anyway, oh, yeah. so I'm very excited about this show because, well, not only Lion and Judah Band, yeah. but Dub Lounge, like, we're going back to the roots and the core of what we the reggae scene should be and there's not a lot of people pushing that promoting that um yeah i love them i love them and i love the new direction that they're going i love that they brought some some fresh new faces into the band i've been a fan for at least 10 years And I watched like all the directions that they've gone through and Neftali, 
that man has the biggest heart and the most spirit ever, 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 ever. You want to talk about passion in music? It really does not get bigger than him, even bigger than you. And you really love music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anthony really, no, he, he actually blows all of you out of the water. No yeah. joke. Yeah. I'm excited for that because I know that the three different styles of music that you guys are all bringing, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. And we're about to bring some conscious, happy, positive vibes on a St. Patrick's Day Yeah. in Tacoma. Tacoma is not happy. people. <laughs> it's just not. You'll see. You don't know. Well, you know, anywhere- everyone who is from the region. No. Not that there's not happy people, but point yeah. being, like, Tacoma is one of those struggling cities right now. Seattle, Portland, we're not doing that great. Mm. There's a lot of depression. There's a lot of homelessness and things like that. There, there There's a lot of issues. Mm. But us doing what we're doing in these communities, I feel like we can bring up the vibe. And help, like, bring back to the communities, which is what I love about you and Anthony, because you're willing to do all those things. Oh, yeah. And and the thing that all of us have in common, no matter what what strain of reggae we play, is we're all interested in consciousness, spirituality, positivity. Yep. There's, there's a, for all of us, there's a, there's a, there's a bigger thing. It's bigger than us. And there's, yep. there's a message of, there's a bigger message to what we do. It's not. You know, there's, you know, I've said before, you know, it's, I love party bands too, but there's a lot of us have something that's just a little bit, a little bit stronger than that, a little bit bigger. We, we, we're all beholden to something that's bigger than we are. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm very excited about that show too, because all my guys get to finally come together. Yeah. And that's, that's big. Yeah. That's huge. So Dub Lounge is, is like pretty well known on the North end, not so much the South end. Mm-hmm. You are known nowhere, but yeah. everywhere. Right. You know, Yeah. yeah. I just, it's going to be fun. And then Dan, who owns the airport tavern, he's a good friend of mine. He believes in all the things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He also runs reggae on the way. Um, Oh, you said you were going to drink tea. I've got both. I've got both. I'm, I'm, I've got both. I'm going. <laughs> Cheers. Wait, I've got both. Can, almost, can we I'm, get into my mug, though? Yeah. That's fine. Oregon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, I just, I, I love it. And, and Dan's been trying to help reshape that whole scene. Yeah. Into yeah. make it a little safer. Um. I'm thankful that the airport tavern is located where it is because it's a little bit like like on the safer end of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, he's willing to support us and willing to support mm-hmm. our cause. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. 
wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Then we get really fun on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Saturday. Saturday's the the the, the biggest, the, the most people involved in any of these shows. Oh so, my goodness! So Saturday, March eighteenth, in Seattle, Washington, at Harissa. And yeah, let's let's do it. Do it. Do the lineup for that show. Oh my god! Okay, let me tell you. All my favorite hip hop people meet my favorite reggae people. Okay, <laughs> so let me start off with Marshall, a Marshall Law Band. This man has the biggest heart I have ever seen. Even bigger than yours, almost, unless you lived in Seattle, and then I disagree. But <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that, that throws the Emerald City Gala every year, where we give back to the homeless right before Christmas. He throws this huge gala. We gather food, supplies, clothes, everything like that. And he does this red carpet event, and it goes all back into the community. Beautiful. So everyone is volunteering their time everything then on christmas day he has a small little group of people they give out um like sack lunches along with everything else that they've collected to the homeless on christmas day that's that's how beautiful this man is okay let me just start off with that marshall lobby end it's one of my favorites and it, it's hip hop, but it's not all the way hip hop. Mm. They got horns. They got, they got everything. And they actually are now international like three times over, mm. but they love like the North End. they, they love us like our community. And Marshall ends up having to have like security and stuff like other places. But when he gets, when he goes home, he's like, nah, I don't need that. Yeah. It's just my people, you know, <laughs> either way, yeah. he was really excited to actually do something with touring reggae acts mm-hmm. and he wanted to be part of it. And Coaster, oh, oh, Coaster. I'm so in love with that man, too. Sorry. He recently got married. Congratulations again. Um, he's from the Eastern Washington and he's breaking out into the Seattle scene. This man is a motivational speaker for high school students on top of everything else he does. Want to talk about conscious? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So he he got to um, actually start off the the gala this year for for Marshall's thing. So, and he blew off, blew the roof up. Nice. He's amazing. And he's very excited. And he loves the whole like reggae, like hip hop vibe and the conscious movement that we're all just trying to push forward anyway. Mm -hmm. This is going to be one of the only shows you get to see that has a lineup like this. Yeah. You know, I love it. I love it, especially, you know, with street level, when we were based in Lawrence, Kansas, it's like there's not enough reggae bands out there a lot of times to make a reggae show. So you you end up playing eclectic shows and I love playing eclectic shows. You know, you don't you don't want them to go too far. But but, you know, conscious reggae and conscious hip hop playing together like that's that's beautiful. That's a great night for everyone who's there. Right. Yeah. And you get to get people that are collaborating 
from two different like walks of life, so to speak, mm-hmm. coming together and like getting to know new music and opening their minds to new possibilities. Yeah. But to be fair, if they were not conscious, it would not be the same show. Yeah, there, there, well, there has to be there has to be a thread that connects yeah. us. There has to be a thread that connects because the because musically the styles are different. There has yes. to be that thread that that connects the, you know yes. the hip hop and the reggae artists, and that of course is is consciousness because all all these artists are are heavily conscious. Exactly, yeah. and that's what I love about it. And the beauty of all the artists that we're working with, like we spoke about earlier everyone's willing to collaborate and help each other in different regions. So this, this is a movement. That's what we're doing. This is a movement. It's going to be a beautiful thing. We get to spread the word the way that we wanted to, how we want to, and we're helping direct that. Right. But I need to give big ups to deal media group. And not your mother, Teresa's photography. Right. So this has been Teresa and I's dream together. And she gets to shoot it. Yeah. So that's huge. Like getting you guys in the Pacific Northwest in the first place, like that's how we started. Right. And I'm so thankful that her and DL Media Group are volunteering their time to shoot us and like be part of everything. Yeah. And she's an unbelievable photographer. Like there's, you know, it's, it's especially shooting concert photography is a very specific skill. You have to know right when, right when to hit the button, you have to know when, when an artist is about to do something interesting, you, you have to have this intuition that not everyone has. And she's fantastic at it. She is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, she's our sister from another mister. So that's right. That's helpful. That's right. That's helpful. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm just, so for her, not your mother, Teresa's photography and DL media group for when her and Mike are doing things together. Yeah. But the fact that nocturnal bright skies is like hopping on this journey with us, mm-hmm. providing lights, lasers, sound, stage whatever we need and they're doing this because they believe in everything that we believe in that's pretty huge yeah yeah and they're moving out of the edm spectrum this is their very first tour it's their very first like live band thing so we are all doing this together it's it's a fun learning experience you know right and we learn and grow together yeah it's it's beautiful and and just to go back to what you said a couple minutes ago about the dream of bringing conscious artists together. That's something you and I have talked about from the very beginning is oh, yeah. wanting a conscious reggae network because there are only a handful of, especially if we're talking American, the American reggae scene, there's really only a handful of conscious artists and we really need to come together and stick together to build this up because consciousness is not at the forefront of what's going on now. So we're kind of we're kind of trying to find our space and bringing bringing all these artists together. So this is just another step in that direction with everyone who's on this tour. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? And maybe this will be an eye opener to everyone else who is paying attention to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Be yeah. like, listen, 
this is the direction we really need to go. Because I have three daughters. You have two kids. Mm -hmm. Anthony has kids. Like, think about, we're all family people. Yeah. Ultimately, on this tour. Right. And I know why I chose to promote reggae to my kids. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't have to skip songs. Right. I mean, like, I'm like, oh, you don't have to listen to Crockpock, babe. You can, you can love everyone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, listening to everything that was on the radio, I was like, oh, Lord, no. I didn't even know what Apple songs were about. And then I found out, like, Freedom told me, I was like, you're singing about what? (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. No. So. I want to sit down without being on camera. Can I do that? Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, but like, and 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 then when it started taking a turn, and there was like all this party music and things like that, it's not a bad thing, like you said. Right, right. I like it. I listen to it. It makes me like when I'm in a bad mood. I just want to get in a different place. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, I I I do love and appreciate that music, but at the end of the day. I want to hear music with purpose. I want to get a message. I want to feel it within the core of my soul. And I want to push toward that movement, that message. And I want my kids to hear that too. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it comes down to for me. And that's what it came down to for you. Oh oh, yeah. And we, we've also discussed, you know, this is the roots of reggae music that, We've strayed so far from what from from what reggae music was, and 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 the 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 time and the place that reggae music grew out of. Um, consciousness is is part of the fabric of reggae. So to to go so far away from that, it's like we just want to bring a little bit of that back. We just want to you know kind of bring and show people, hey, we'll ease into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. and, you know, dig dig on what you're digging on, but also. You know, there's bands out here who are also doing this and, you know, try to get people to, to also check out bands like Soul Tribe, you know, bands like uh, like Dub Lounge International, bands like Lion of Judah Band. So, yeah, absolutely. Get bands like Colors. Yeah. Like that's that's what we want to do is help help guide, you know, people who haven't heard these bands to check those bands out because they have and something. Clint like listen to Clint Farron. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I'm legend. sorry. Yeah, legend. Yeah, that absolutely. Means- when, yeah. you, when you really like sit down and the thing I love about his CDs is he still has lyrics in some of his CDs and you yeah. can like read through it. That's a real message. Yeah. Yeah. And they did. I mean, thankfully we have bands like you guys, but people aren't doing it like that anymore. And yeah. it's just really sad. Yeah. It's yeah. really sad because we need that. We yeah. do need the fun music. Like you sure. said, we yeah. do, yeah. but can't we switch it up to where it's both? Sure, yeah, and you can you can have fun and dance at a Soul Tribe show or at a you know at a Dub Lounge International show, at a Coloso the same way you do at you know bands that that aren't doing that. So that's the great I thing about. I have. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the great thing about reggae is you're always going to have a good time, and you can also enjoy conscious music sometimes while you're doing it. You know, so it's true. It's true. Yeah. That's what I mean. The even conscious bands can do something fun, absolutely. Or fun bands can do something conscious. Right. As long as we're just trying to like get it back to the root of how it all started. Right. 
Yeah. And it's supposed to be this. Yeah, and I, 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 I guarantee, I guarantee people a great time at a street level show. You're not, you know, I'm not up there preaching. It's still, it's still, oh, great. Know. you know what I mean? It's still fun. It's still a blast, even though I may talk about things that are a little more serious than some other artists. It's like, it's, it's still a blast, you know? Sorry, mom's giving me more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, no, no, no. I love that. And I think that this tour is a very good starting point, at least for the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. I can't speak for the rest of the world or right. any other region. I know what you're pushing where you're at. And I know what Anthony's pushing where he's at. Right. And I honestly do know all the other artists that we're working with. They want the same things. Yeah. And we're going to have a so, great time and we're going to show everyone who's in any of that, who, who attends any of these shows is going to have an incredible time. So, oh yeah, it's not yeah. going to be all, it's not preachy. It's going to be no, fun. No, no, it's, it's a good time. You won't it's, even know that you heard positive things. Gonna... <laughs> That's what I try to do. I do this, I do the subversive things. So people don't really know what I'm talking about, but so, so if people, people want more information on these shows. They want to know, the addresses and and all those things. Um, it's it's on Facebook. That's a great place to go. Great yes. place to go is on Facebook. Uh, I've got it all on the Street Level Uprising website too on the on the tour page. So there's places people can go to to check these out. The Street um, Level. This, the, my page too. Yeah, go to the and, Michelle Richards um, page. Yeah, Soul Tribe Street Level pages on Facebook. Yeah, I am sharing it to a bunch of different groups like Show Buddies, like all the Pacific Northwest groups. Seattle groups, Tacoma groups, Portland groups. Mm -hmm. It's all over. Yeah. Um, but the best way to do it is to look at our tour flyer, figure out where you want to go, and you can go on Facebook and then like all the events are already created. So yeah, right on. um I wish I had easier like ways to go, but you know. That's it's, what I got. It's easier than it was before the internet. Now it's all it's all out there, yeah. and it's easy, much easier exactly. to find. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. you said you you have all the um, events on your page. Yeah, it's all all on the Street Level Uprising website too. You can go there and and learn about you know every. I believe all, they're all on Surfside's page too. Yeah. So yeah, there's plenty of places online you can go to find out exactly where everything's going down and all the details. And um, I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna have some fun. Me too. And if you have any questions, anybody hit up you, yeah. me, Anthony, right, cool. Teresa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, th yeah. there's a tribe yeah. of people you can get a hold of. Indeed. But yeah. um, honestly, it's going to be amazing. And um, <laughs> the shows that I feel like for our Seattle people, you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. Oregon yeah, right people, on. we got Tuesday, Wednesday. Right on. Right? It sounds great. Come have some fun with us. Thank you. Yeah. Jay, I can't believe you got me to do this. Yay. <laughs> I, I've, been, I've been trying to get you on it for a long time. I'm so glad you did it. And we are going to do it again because there's so much more cool stuff happening in the future that we'll talk about, talk about in a future episode. And, uh, you know, just can't, can't wait to do this and looking forward to it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for finally coming on the Talking Reggae podcast. And we will do this again. Much love, everyone. Bye. And I'll see you soon. One love. <laughs> One love. Say goodbye until the next time.
That sounded good. <laughs>